So I just made a bunch of promises I hope I can keep. Yeah. So we are going up north this weekend, which is why I very nicely and politely asked you to record today. Asked you to record today. <laughs> uh, and not, exactly. And not tomorrow. Did not Was not demanding at all, I promise. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going up north, and uh, it, we're leaving right at like 3.30, right when Katie gets home, because like, it's a four-hour drive. We if we leave right at like three thirty, yeah. Get up there at like seven thirty-eight. The kids go to bed about seven thirty-eight. They'll be awake for like an hour, but then we're not like too far away from bedtime, right? The plan all along. I'm I'm leaving work at three. I was like, all right, I got like thirty minutes. Pack up the car, get the kids like ready, and then when Katie walks in the door, um, she we can just get in the car and go. Right. Ask me how much we have packed, Joe um is it is it none of it packed yeah it's absolutely zero it's 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 (laughs) absolute zero um it uh that's about to be in yeah so we're you know it's 8 30 at night and i said that uh yeah this takes like an hour two hours three hours whatever yeah Uh, whatever depends yeah 20 minutes and I was like, uh, <laughs> Katie texting me, and she's holding the baby right now, so she cannot do anything. Yeah. Uh, and so I just said, don't worry about it. I'll clean the kitchen and the living room and fold a couple baskets of laundry and pack the boys' clothes uh, bef- before I go to bed tonight. So ah, That's a lot of promises. It's a lot of promises. You got to get your sleep. You got a big day ahead of you. Yeah. You know, Katie's family goes to bed at like 7 o'clock, so... Uh, when we're up north this weekend and it's quiet and everybody's going to be asleep at like 730, I'll have the option to either catch up on sleep or just sit in quiet for the first time in like six months. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Ooh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Well, w- uh, so you got these, you got to pack these boys, you got to pack you, you got to pack Katie. Uh, the number one thing we learned, or we made this decision We've been going up to Katie's family's cottage for uh, forever. Um, and when Ben was born, we didn't know how many diapers to pack. We, the first couple of times we tried to like map it out, we're like, well, you know, he goes through like four diapers, five diapers a day. We need, we're going to be there for three days, 15 diapers. And one time I was like, you know what? Just throw the whole pack in there, whatever. They, they don't go bad. You know, just throw the whole pack right. in. We'll bring the rest home. Like game changer. Game changer. Yeah. Just throw the whole packet. Whatever. Don't even need to worry. They don't go bad. And they don't go anywhere. They stay in the plastic. Right. It's perfect. Now, man, you ready for the day where, like, you don't have to pack a diaper bag? Or, like, any of that stuff? Here's the thing. Kid clothes? I've been back on my TikTok game. All right. Okay. There's lots of dad TikToks out there, but there was one in in particular that stuck with me. And it was a dad with like a 13 year old. He's like, you know, we've told ourselves forever. It just, it gets easier, right? Because it can't get harder. It's already very hard. Right. Yeah. And he goes, it doesn't get easier. It just doesn't. Oh, it just never beans. gets easier. And I was like, no. And that's how I imagine <laughs> like packing for teenagers will be. It'll be like, I remember when I had to pack all your clothes and now I'm literally forcing you to pack more than one pair of underwear Ugh. to go on this trip because I know that they're only going to pack Two boys, one pair of underwear each, four-day vacation. I already am picturing it. I know exactly. One pair of underwear between the two of them. Between the two of them. They're going to have to pass it back and forth. (laughs) 
Oh, jeez. Well, we'll make it a cool 20 and get you out of here. <laughs> All right. See you in three hours. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Szymanski. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I am always tired. Always tired. That's it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. That's the intro. You kind of tired. I ju- I'm just always tired. Uh, who knows? Oof. Yeah? So, I'm going to start this. Well, first off, Joe, how are you? You look different today did you, very different did you do something with your beard is it trimmed differently <laughs> yeah I, I i grew it out yeah. uh yeah no i uh i shaved this dome of mine how does it shaved feel? it clean off uh cold okay all right i could imagine that it, it maybe yeah, yeah. maybe the part of march where it snows all the time wasn't the right time to right to shave the head um it was um exhilarating freeing that's how i imagine freeing freeing yeah because like my hair was getting thinner and thinner and it just there's no way it was gonna come back i always said i'm gonna take my hair before my body does it for me yeah i get that um so i did it on friday after work i plugged in my clippers and i just i just did it i took them off and uh that thing where it's like it felt good because it was something i can control right on my body 100 percent. i there are days where your hair like you think it's too long and everything's just like annoying and you're like you know what i could do right now everything's out of my control and annoying i could just shave my head and i'd be yeah. happy with it and you got to do that you got to experience that feeling i did it and uh now i just need to you know maintain the beard hopefully that at least grows a little bit thicker mm-hmm. but uh bought a foil razor to do like once it's stubble but i haven't used it yet because i'm afraid it might go sh- to straight skin and i kind of like the stubble on my head versus straight straight skin bald okay i can i kind of dig the stubble i'll be honest with you i think yeah the the people that don't keep the stubble are the ones that really don't have hair, where it's like defined yeah. in the parts where there is no hair, right? Yeah. So I am gonna do the experiment tomorrow night with that, and see how it looks, because then I'll have like three to four days before I have to go back into work. Right. So I might have a little bit of regrowth. So yeah, but I think I'm gonna. I'll probably end up just keeping it at stubble. Uh. So you just go no guard. No guard on the buzzer, right? That's that's the yeah. level you're at. And just just take this bad boy down. Um, Kayla said, "Let's do it now before Kevin's wedding, so people can get used to the way you look." And I said, "That makes sense." I <laughs> very very thoughtful, very thinking yeah. way far ahead. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. We'd been talking about it all week, and she was just like, "Just do it. Let's just go." And I was like, "All right, here we go." And yeah, it's uh, I like it. I like it. Can I tell you that you now look ten years older? hey is that good or bad i don't know i don't know i don't know you probably will never be carded again so that's a good sign probably not somebody at work told me i just look much angrier now i was like oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) i need that little extra bite (laughs) yeah 
So I did that on Friday, and that was cool. Um, yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird, but I. You know what? You'll get so used to it. Uh, yeah. I forget who told me this, but they were comparing. It was like a life lesson moment. They were comparing. They're like, "This is like a bad haircut because you just get it just grows back in a few days." I was like, "Yeah, huh. okay." And right. like, what's what's interesting with my shaved head is you can see where it's thin, like right here. Mm-hmm. Like. It's like, oh yeah, like you know, I'm not making it up. It's it's thinning and going back. My hairline is like right here. It's thin up here. It's I like it's it. Good man. You know what? I looked at all I had to go off of was the picture you sent us on Snapchat. Now that I can yeah. look at it for more than a ten second uh picture, I I'm getting used to it. I'm used to it now. Thank you. Still wear hats. I'm a hat guy still. You're welcome. I introduced you to the hat life. I brought you along. You You're welcome. You did. How was your weekend? My weekend, we didn't do too much. Um, I, I'm sad to say, I think that I have, I have to retire from playing video games during the day. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, uh, this video game that that I talk about all the time, Kevin and I play it together. It's all Destiny. We do all these things. Yeah. That, you know. They every after every big expansion, they do one big like it's called a raid. It's a big long uh thing. You have to do a bunch of challenges and all this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and you do it with a team of six, and for the first uh two days, forty eight hours, they make it way harder for like a race. They want people to like it's like the pinnacle, the best of of playing video games is if you can beat it in this first twenty or uh, forty eight hours. And we always plan to do it right after that ends. We're like, okay, mm. we'll just do it as soon as it's back to like normal like level. So we planned on that. And we talked about this for a couple of weeks and I asked Katie and I was like, listen, I'm going to need a few hours to, to play this. And she's like, I don't know, two kids now. It's got a lot harder. And I was like, I know, but like I've done it for the last like, most of the last raids like i've been on this uh this group with these guys right. like we want to do it uh and she's like all right uh sunday afternoon i'll take the kids to the zoo we'll get out and you can play video games i was like all right perfect they did this with all like when they released it on friday it only took the team the first team to beat it two and a half hours on like the hardest hardest Ooh, wow. difficulty so i'm thinking to myself i'm like Oh, and we all we watch the videos, we get ready for it. Like it if we're prepared if the team that raced through it had no idea yeah. about it, did it in two and a half hours, we're gonna knock this out in like two hours, no problem. Right. You know. I told Katie, she's like, How long so Sunday comes, life happens, they can't go to the zoo because Ben needed yeah. some extra nap time and time change and we didn't all this kind of stuff, right? Just life just happens. And so they're here. But she's like, no big deal. You you know, you committed, so go play. And uh, she's like, how long do you think it's going to be? I'm like, all right. And I told her my logic. I was like, these guys knew, didn't know what they were doing, still at the hardest level, did it in two and a half hours. I was like, I think it can be about like two hours, three hours. She's like, right. uh, you know, that's still a long time. But she's like, okay. Uh, th- I had to stop at four hours. Oh, my God. 
And when they found somebody to replace me, it took them two more hours to finish. Good God. It's so much time. It is. And when you're, when you don't have anything else going on, it's whatever. You're happy to spend yeah. that much. I, I would have been happy to spend six hours playing video games if I had no other responsibilities. Yeah. But uh, at one point, I like it was on at like three and a half hours after like I had told Katie like at most three hours. Um, yeah, it was at like three and a half hours, and Ben's like sitting next to me. Uh, he pushes the power button on my computer and turns it off in the middle of it. Uh, so I have to, ah! yeah, so I have to like restart my computer, wait for them to do their thing, rejoin. Uh, it it fell apart awfully quickly, and I think I've just made Ooh. it to the point where it was one of those like, okay. I have to I I have to retire from this moments. Yeah, man, life's hard as a parent and trying to stay social and like do the things that you used to do. Tough. Doing the things you used to do. That is a great great and maybe we'll do a whole podcast topic on this so I won't I won't dabble on too long but like the hardest thing about kids is and I think this is why everyone talks about like, oh, kids are hard. Kids are so difficult. They suck the life out of you, all this stuff. It's like, no, you just have to do different things now. Yeah. Right? Like, Ben and I, Ben goes to his soccer class that we're going to start up again. Like, I really enjoy that. I like going to soccer yeah. with him. I like kicking the ball around with him, like things like that. I used to wake up on Saturday mornings and watch a movie. That was like my routine. Right. I would get coffee and pop on a movie. And that's how I like to start my weekend. I, I can't do that anymore. That's not so like, yeah. yeah. Am I, is it different? Is it, you know, am I not able to do the things I want to do anymore? Sure. But I get to find other things that I want to do. And that's sometimes, sometimes it's easier to let go of than others. Like it was very easy for me to not watch movies when I wake up on a Saturday anymore, because I wake up at 6am and have to chug three cups of coffee <laughs> to stay awake. Um, But like, you know, just little things. I, this summer, I already am already preparing for you. You know me. I'm I'm a fairly avid golfer. Uh, yeah. With two kids now, I don't I don't think I'm gonna make it a full four hours. You know, I just can't. Probably not. Just can't do yeah. it. Uh, I'm gonna have I to teach Ben early. Yeah. That hopefully that time will come soon. I'll be able to get Ben on the course, and then I, then it's a then it's a retreat for Katie. You know, like of yeah. course, take him for four hours, take him for five hours. Yeah. You can teach me and Ben at the same time. We could get you on the course easy, Joe. Easy. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I have two kids, too. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Got to teach Cora and Grayson how to do it. Right, right. That's a good topic. In a couple of weeks, everybody, we'll do that. I love it. Not golfing, but Not the golfing. things we used to do. We'll talk about the things we used to do that we can't do anymore with it because of our kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. So, uh, did you do anything else this weekend? Nah, that was it. Really? Yeah. I mean, besides just regular just family stuff. Uh, we're, we are traveling this weekend and next weekend. We're going to my parents' house for uh, four days. So, we, uh, we were enjoying the last hour of relaxation, whatever relaxation looks like. Yeah. And then we're, we're going to go travel. So, how about you guys? What'd you guys do? Um, so Friday, Jordan and Josh came over nice. and we had some dinner. Standard Friday uh, night. Standard Friday night. It was great. We had breakfast for dinner. They came over around seven and we made like waffles and bacon and chicken strips and eggs and sausages and 
uh, smashed and uh, that was tasty. And then um, the Carly and Cora just like run forever when they're together. So it's always fun to see them just mm. playing and running and having a ball. Getting their energy out. Yeah. And then Saturday, got up. We went to Cora's swim lesson. Um, so we got around, went to swim lesson, and then after swimming, like both kids, pretty tired, which is not normal for like noon o'clock, for that to like kind of hit. But Grayson fell asleep on the way home, and then Cora fell asleep like a half an hour later. And Cora doesn't really take too many naps anymore, so it was just like, like weird. Like, what do we? Do? It's Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. Both kids are sleeping. Like, what do we do? Can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. Uh, we My kids just laid don't... in bed. Oh, uh, <laughs> that sounds gorgeous. It was so nice. It was great. Um, we did that Saturday, and then I went and met my niece Bailey and her boyfriend, and we went and saw um, a musical in Tecumseh. The high school musical was going on. They did the Newsies, which is a great movie by Disney. If you haven't seen it, um, a young Christian Bale singing and dancing. Ooh. Um. Yeah, so we saw that Saturday night. It was very cool. And then Sunday, um, I don't even remember what we did Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's that. We probably hung around the house. Um, some chores. Oh, Sunday. Oh, Sunday was the Oscars. Big day on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I knew yeah. there was more to so, it. Yeah, so Sunday afternoon, uh, we went out to lunch and uh, Kayla's parents were actually at the restaurant that we went to. So that was fun. We walked in, and then the kids just went over to Kayla's parents and sat in their booth, and we were like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Benefits of living in a town of, like, six people. Right. And then we went to Aldi, and I got stuff for a, a shakut board. Ooh. It was a big night, big fancy night. You had to have a big fancy meat spread. Yes. Everyone knows big nights come, you know, are, are due for big meat spreads. <laughs> so I, I got that, and uh, then we came home, and, and uh, the kids went to bed, and it was Oscar night and the finale of The Last of Us. So watched the Oscars for like an hour, then switched over to The Last of Us, and then finished the Oscars up. Great. I think this proves the Oscars is far too long. It's three hours. Yeah. That is a long, three and a half hours usually. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, tell the people what you did. I knew what you're building up to. I know what happened with the Oscars, and I think you need to tell mm-hmm. people what you did. Called the big six, the, the top bi- six, the top six. Yeah, usually I do like a whole list on Facebook, but I was like, I have watched three movies. I was like, I can't, I don't feel confident enough to lay out a full list. But Kevin said that his fiance Annie was watching them. I was like, all right, here's the top six. If Annie's you know, just such. So just in case she has money somewhere. Uh, I said, you know, your supporting actors are going to be Kei Hui Kwan and Jamie Lee Curtis, and the actors will be Brendan Fraser and Michelle Yeoh, and the directors will be the Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then Everything Everywhere All at Once is going to win Best Picture. And all of those were right. Six for six on, a pre- on your prediction. Nailed it. Out of the park. Wild. You should have bet money on that- it. I should have bet money on it. It wasn't a it wasn't a hard bet though. You can if you know if you know the award circuit, you can pick these things out. Well, I, everyone knew 
I'll, so I have two thoughts on the Oscars from somebody on the very yeah. outskirts of it that didn't really watch any of them. Um, yeah. One, you knew that everywhere, everything all at once was going to clean up because it had been cleaning up everything else. And like, that's how everything. these things go, right? Like once yeah. you get a bunch of awards, you're going to keep getting a bunch of awards. Yeah. I was surprised that it still got so many individual categories. Yeah. Right. Cause even like return of the King didn't get the, the, actors and actresses categories it got a lot nope, of yeah, they weren't nominated for actors and actresses it was crazy that it didn't right and so like if if they like it got a bunch of the movie awards which everything everywhere all at once is also getting those awards and like but yeah. not a lot so i was a little surprised that they literally swept actors actresses and movie awards all like really yeah. cleaned up like it, it was a it was a blowout not even close yeah, it's crazy that all six of those were everything, everywhere, all at once, except for Brendan Fraser. Except for Brendan Fraser. Um, yeah. I, now, my second thought on it is I am surprised that with Banshees being so nominated for so many things that they didn't get a single win. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where when a movie's really good, when there's a lot of good movies, but one just kind of really stands out, it mm. kind of just sweeps everything, right? Like, you get yeah. the little bits and pieces here and there, like um, best score going to A Quiet on the Western Front, which when I watched that, I, I listened to the score, and I was like, oh, this is, like, is going to win for best score because it is very good. Um, then best editing went to everything everywhere all at once which tends to go to like action movies uh wasn't it kind of an action movie it, it is but you got top gun true nominated yeah. and you have everything or all quiet on the western front also nominated so there, there's little bits and pieces there the technical awards you know kind of were spread out a little bit but yeah yeah so when something cleans up I don't think it's normal that, you know, something cleans up that well no. and takes that many. So I do think yeah. the Brendan Fraser win while I'm happy because I love Brendan Fraser and I, you know, I'm very happy for him. Feels like that's kind of the same as a Leo situation. Like you did it. Yeah. Here's your Oscar kind of thing. I think it was more of like a you, you welcome back. Here's yeah. Your Oscar. Like you fought, you've earned this for the work you've done, but well, where Jamie Lee's was like the Leo, like you've done so much. Finally, let's give you something where Brendan's was like, you've been through so much. Yeah. You deserve this for all the heart and like all the shit that Hollywood gave you for years and years. It's very interesting because, and I'm, I'm not going to, again, I don't know these movies well enough. The whale actually didn't yeah. uh, score or uh, like, on Metacritic and stuff did not score that well. Heard uh, it's not that great. Yeah, that's I've heard. I've heard it's really like not. So that's I think that's why I was surprised. I'm glad he won it. I would have rooted for him to win it. Uh, it just didn't yeah. like review very well at all. So I was surprised that like, and I you know yeah. the reviews all said like he's the shining star of a not so great movie, but still right. Um, the uh, but the more and more I think about it, and I. I'm going to forget his name again. The guy who played Joker in Batman. That's also the, um, uh, Barry Keegan, 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 the Irish, the Irish name, yeah, the Irish version of Keegan, um, yeah. Barry Keegan. I think his performance was phenomenal. Very happy for short round. Very happy. So short round got good. his, uh, Oscar, but like, I think that was one of the best acting performances I've ever watched in. Yeah. Banshees. He was very good. 
he's gonna be bigger star one day than he is now oh yeah he's already pretty big but i wish uh, we we this would be weird but like my mind being blown when i put together that he is the joker from the batman and uh i i'm uh oh i almost had it um i think about his character's name yeah i have no idea that's uh i forget it Dominic. I was going to say Dominic. Dominic. Name's Dominic in the movie. Uh, The fact that he's both of those characters is the most mind-melding thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Like, true... And I think that's, you know, of course, acting, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the fact that I watched both of those movies in the last year and the two performances are so wildly different and so Mm -hmm. not even close just proves how good, like, that he... I, I I still that's the one snub is I think he probably should have won supporting actor. Yeah, Batman should have been nominated for best score and best cinematography, but you know Batman whatever. definitely should have been nominated for more. I that one got snubbed. That is also one of the best movies of the year, I think. Oh, totally. Even one outside of a bat, percent. even outside of like, oh, I like superheroes and I'm a nerd. Like, I think yeah. from a movie standpoint, that's a a very good movie. Totally. Absolutely. So out of all the movies I, I watched, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, I watched All Quiet on the Western Front. I watched Top Gun, Maverick. Nice. Might have been it. Oh, and Banshees of Inishirin. And Banshees. And I think Top Gun, Maverick was my favorite out of all four of those. This is a disappointment to everyone who knows me, but I still have not seen Top Gun. Uh, really good. And I hear it's really good, and I know it'll be really good. I know I'm going to enjoy it, right? I, one, I just don't, I can't watch movies like I used to. It's like, yeah. I, by the time everything's done, I have like an hour, at most I have an hour and a half, which is not an, I, I'm also one of those people that if I start a movie, I'm going to finish it. Like, yeah, we, we were just talking about this movie the other day, but the first time I watched Social Network uh, was when I visited Katie at her parents' house the first time. She had the TV uh, in, in her room. And yeah. she like turned this movie on at like, 10 o'clock or uh or whatever and she fell asleep obviously because it's katie she falls asleep at like nine right uh the fact she was up till 10 was a miracle uh and then woke up at like one o'clock and i was finishing the movie she's like why are you still <laughs> awake i'm like i you put a new movie on i had to watch the movie granted that movie is the goat so 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 good uh, and like people don't give it enough credit they don't they really so don't oh good trent reznor from nine inch nails doing the soundtrack to it uh God. uh but i like when a movie gets put on no matter what time i have to watch the whole thing yeah and if i don't i probably have to start it over the day like if i go to finish the next day i can't pick it up in the middle i have to go start it over oh Um, that's rough because like i and if i if i don't i won't like the movie as much because i didn't like Mm. get the whole picture of it does that make sense like yeah um anyway so I don't, I just don't watch movies as much as I used to. And like, I probably am the only one. I'm, I know Katie would enjoy it once she sat down and watched it, but the battle to convince Katie to watch Top Gun is just not, not worth the fight in my book. So if you just show her a picture of Miles Teller, I feel like that, that's all people need nowadays. She does like Miles Teller. She's the one that asked Who me doesn't? to shave the mustache last summer. It is, that is true. There's a lot of mustache in that movie. Hmm. Maybe I don't want Katie watching that movie. 
<laughs> Maybe not. Um, yeah, movies. Uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have something with the boys of best song ever. We'll oh, talk. Yeah. Lots of movies, TV. I got. I have to watch Mandalorian. I have to watch Ted Lasso today. Then Succession comes Lasso out was next great. week. It was so good to to watch Ted today. Oh, I can't wait for you, you sweet soul. Oh, I can't wait for a, a new Ted. Oh, all right. I'll probably all right, let's t- stop. I, we just there's so much to do, so much to watch that like just having kids hampers. It does it really does? So we just watch a lot of like old stuff that is background noise, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we watch a lot of and uh, when our TV's on, it's. Spidey and his amazing friends. It's Bluey. Great show. Or it's Puffin Rock. Show. Great show. Those are three good shows. They're great shows. Love them. Ben's got good taste. I threw on Trash Truck over the weekend. Isn't too. Trash Truck fantastic? It was good. It was just like so soothing. It's just peaceful. It's just peaceful. I love my favorite thing about Trash Truck. For those that don't know, Trash Truck's a, a Netflix kids show. And it is right. Like it's basically written for my son because it's a boy that is best friends with a garbage truck. Um, (laughs) and, uh, my favorite thing about it is it's just written by like this guy and he has his dad voice, the grandpa and his son, or I think it's his son that voices the son too. Like, I think, uh, but like he, it's all just family actors and actresses, like people's, he, people he knows do the voices for these characters. Uh, except for the bear, which yeah. is Kevin from The Office. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that and I was like, "It's Kevin from The Office." It's it's all just no name actors and actresses like this guy that just knows you know it's family and people that that don't have a lot of credits, and then it's Brian or and then it's Kevin from The Office. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my we only watched a couple episodes, but one of them is like a sleepover. Yeah, and just this bear and raccoon. And a trash truck come over to this kid's house to have a sleepover. And I'm like, how's that trash truck getting inside the house? My favorite thing, that episode specifically, but like, so there's a, the, the writers and directors of Bluey have come out and said like, the house is not the same house every time. Like the layout of the house changes compared like for what we want the episode to do. You know, it's just not the same house. Uh, which is funny because everybody on Reddit's like, where did this bedroom come from? Where did this? And they're like, they don't, they just write it. They don't care about like continuity. They just don't. Right. Uh, and my favorite thing is like when the, in that episode specifically, but like the trash truck outside is the size of a garbage truck. Like he is yeah. like the size of a garbage truck. And then he's just in their living room. Like he's a normal size, like the same size as the bear. And I like, yeah, it is the funniest thing to me to see the writing that went into like just not caring at all about continuity or the the fact that this probably is not even close to possible. Which makes me think that all these things are just his toys. It's we're seeing it from his perspective, his imagination. These are just his toys that he's playing with. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so he also actually has like a nice relationship with his sister, uh, which I thought is very nice because I feel like a lot of times in shows like that, it'll be like my sister and I are at odds or we're fighting right. the show. They're like, actually have a nice relationship and that's nice. Yeah. TV and movies. There the, you go. There's your entertainment update. Great. That's what happens when the Oscars <laughs> comes on. We back, move when on we, back when we did dad talks, we did a whole Oscar breakdown in the last couple of years, but 
just we did no time or energy for it anymore no time it's it's tough man as the kids get older like we just signed core up for like legit soccer like she's gonna be doing wow her practices for games wow yeah and it's it's weird. I this will be a whole nother episode too, because I have something planned today, but I want to do one about like actually sitting down and and realizing your kids are growing up because it's depressing. <sighs> it is <laughs> it is tough. It is uh it's really cool. Uh but like we had Ben's speech evaluation because he is going to preschool in six months. And so we wow. have to get ready for uh when he turns three it changes basically um what we have is like early childhood intervention for his speech class right like uh and then once he turns three it's just intervention for uh school because he's technically school age at three Oof. and so yeah that, that was a pretty like sobering experience that uh, we have them all signed up we know uh we already had to do the application and get them all in and get them get, like we have wow. forms that we had to fill out and he's he's signed up he's going to preschool in the fall that's crazy. We're still trying to work on getting Cora in somewhere. But yeah, we got a little lucky uh because we like uh Katie's nephew or our nephews go to one and we uh we applied. You got it. You got we, it like, in. Well, we didn't use them at all, but like we knew of it and knew about it and had all yeah. the information and stuff, so it was really easy to be like, "Oh, yeah, it's like two half days a week. It's n- it's nothing." Uh cuz Ferndale has one, but it's all of a sudden it's four whole four whole school days so ben would be going from like nothing to four straight uh school days wow at three years old which we thought was just a like a lot yeah that's crazy so so yeah crazy stuff kids are growing up joe kids are growing up uh we'll circle back to that one day um but until then uh just want to chat real quick let's chat it up about other people's kids uh, good and bad. <laughs> I want to. I want to ask this philosophical yeah. question to kick this whole thing off. Yeah. How good are you, or how bad are you, at judging other people's parenting? Man, it's tough. It is so hard. It is so hard because, like, parenting is hard as shit. First off, yeah. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Every parent looks around, uh, and I shouldn't say everybody because. You know, there are people that are not nice, but parent parenting is hard. There's no one way to do it. There's no right or wrong way to do it. There's the way you think that you should be doing it, and that's it. That's the only direction yeah. to go. But it's so hard to watch other people parent and be like, I wouldn't do it that way. You know? Yeah. And it's not so much the kids and parents that I know, right? Like, yeah. I, it's this is more so a discussion on like how do you go to a park and interact with that child that randomly shows up like in your space and yep like decides to talk to you or decides to talk to your child right like how do you approach that situation if it if it has come up in the past joe i got i got a flip side for you i think ben yeah. might be that kid oh <gasps> So oh, wow. we spent a lot of time in the library. It's a nice, uh, especially because it's cold right now. It's a nice way to get out of the house yeah. and just like, you know, it's it's free. We have all of our stuff there. They have a kid's area that they that the kids like to play in. 
Uh, they yeah. also have video games there that I enjoy, so it's a little bit for everybody. <laughs> so we were just at the library this past weekend. Uh, Saturday, returning books, getting new books. Uh, there for like 20 minutes. And while we're there, there's a kid that's probably like 18 months, like a year and a half. Like he is okay. walking but not talking is the stage he's in, okay. right? Yeah. Um, And so... Ben wanted to play with this kid so bad. Joe yeah. wanted to play with him so bad. He wanted to play with, there was another girl who was older, probably like five, maybe four or five. And she right. just kept going away and like reading her own books and not wanting to be anywhere near anybody. Okay. And Ben, like he wanted to give all the toys to this baby. He wanted to like play, sit down and play with him. This baby yeah. like was totally just content playing by himself, did not care what anybody else was doing. Uh. And yeah. I kept having to like try and distract Ben and be like, Hey, why don't you and I go play over here? Why don't we? And he just kept going back and trying. And I like, it was like a battle for like 20 minutes. And, uh, so in a non answer to your question, I don't mind at all when kids come up to play with Ben because Ben's probably the one initiating it anyway. Yeah. I just, I think Ben's the kid that's just going to be the social bug and just up in everybody's business all the time. Interesting. Um, How about part you? Of this stems, part of this stems from we were at the library a few weeks ago and Cora was playing in the kid section and this other kid came up and I think he said he was five and his mom worked at the library. Hmm. Um, so he came up and just kind of started interacting with Cora and Cora, if somebody interacts with Cora, Cora will play back. So they were playing and whatever, and this kid, you know, kind of starts talking to Cora, and they're running around the room, then drags a chair up to a short bookshelf and is like, this is how you get on top of it, and, like, climbs onto the top of the chair and then, like, climbs onto the bookshelf and starts, like, playing with stuff dangling from the ceiling. Oh. And it's like, oh, oh well, Cora, no, we're not we're not going to do that kid. Like, sorry, Cora. Like we're not, we don't play like that. Like he might be able to, but, but we don't. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. That is a, that's a really hard like conversation to have. Um, and luckily Ben's pretty good about being receptive to that. Like, Oh, that's just not how we play. Or, you know, we don't really do that. Um, Ben's also got a naughty streak in him. So a lot of times mm. it's it's we have that conversation a lot about hey that's not how we do that, um, and so, but uh yeah I could see that's that is a that is that's hard. Yeah. So, do you ever come across the times where uh, a child comes up to Ben and he's playing? When, that, when those situations happen, how do you and Katie? act as parents do you sit on the sidelines and let them run off and play do you kind of follow ben around and you know close to him how do you guys approach that situation that is a great question uh and it's actually one that i just pondered while i was following ben around the library (laughs) because i don't want to be a helicopter parent right i don't want to yeah but i absolutely stay close to him Um, okay and it's hard because this is where like our difference in like 
Cora going to daycare and Ben not going to daycare kind of shows up, right? Because Ben is not still not great at being it's hard I don't know. I don't want to say it like that. I don't want to say he's not being he's not great at socializing because he'll interact with anybody and everybody. Yeah. But he he doesn't quite know how because his cousins are much older than he is. So they yeah. like play with him. Um right. and so when he like right now uh is this is the best example I have. He wants Will to play with him, but Will all Will does is like roll over on his stomach and right. try and eat everything that's around him, right? So what he'll do is he'll pile as many toys as he can find into, like, under Will's chin. <laughs> like, he'll just push all of his toys under Will's chin. Because he thinks that's what Will wants to do. Uh, right. And it's like, that's great, but I'm here watching this and can obviously, like, can make this a safe experience and a fun thing. Uh out in like public with other people's kids uh right. i don't have that that experience um so i right now um stay around him i stay with him pretty close um but we are our speech is our speech therapy is actually uh changing with him where he's gonna go to a group session once a week uh, and oh, play okay. with like 10 to 11 kids for about an hour so i'm hoping nice. as he gets better with that um it's for him, it's to communicate with other kids, right? To have like conversations yeah, with other yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think it'll help him play and get acclimated before going to preschool. Okay. How about well, you? How close do you stay with Cora? Um, you know, it depends on the situation, right? If there's a lot of people in the space, we'll stay probably a little bit closer. So she's not getting lost or, um, you know, if something happens, she's not, you know, getting trampled or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. If we are at like a park and there's just a handful of people there, we'll let her go and we'll like, you know, stay within eyesight. But I'm not like right behind her. I'm not getting on the toys with her or anything like that. Um, Unless the situation needs to be where it's like an insanely high toy and she's decided she's going to like go to a section without that ledge on it and like, you know, something nuts like that. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, we we stay back a little bit. But again, if the situation is where there's a lot of people, we'll usually be pretty close to her just in case. You know, I... This kind of leads into my next part is like, don't trust a lot of kids that are older than her or bigger than her. Cora's a tiny three-year-old. Cora is, she's not a big girl. And, and it's easy for her to get lost or left behind or hurt, you know, mm-hmm. in those situations. So take it from a you know, guy who has a big two and a half year old. He has no idea what size he is and just like, right. can destroy things without even thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 hard to it's hard because you want her to go play and so and interact, but it's also hard because you know you you're like I don't know I don't know what this kid's like, right? Like I don't know yeah if the kid's three if he's five, what his knowledge on things are, like what his anger level, like his aggression level, things like that. I want to say this is like everything's hard with parenting. So it's hard to say this is low key. One of the hardest parts of parenting. Cause everything's hard. It's all hard. Don't, yeah. it's just, you're nervous all the time for everything. Um, yeah. But this is, so like, I think, you know, the brewery right next to us has that kid area, right? 
Yeah. And sometimes I'll let Ben play in there by himself. And mm-hmm. other times, like, I'll go in just so he has somebody around. But, like, there are times where I don't want him forcing his way into other people's private spaces, right? Yeah. And vice, like, uh, the exact opposite of Cora is he's big. He doesn't understand how big he is, right? And he doesn't quite understand, yeah. like, it's we're tr- we're teaching right now, like, gentle, like, put that down gently, like, set that up. Yeah. He doesn't even quite understand that. Like, it's still kind of like a, like a slam, right? He just mm-hmm. doesn't, he's just not, he doesn't understand it yet. And he's also so big, I think people don't know what age he is, right? Like, he's still yeah. only two and a half, um, which I guess is, is getting up there, like, a closer, inching closer to three, but he's not quite there yet. Um, and obviously this changes every week and every day because that's how kids like happen. But, um, yeah, it's that same thing of like, there's sometimes I want to sit back and watch, but it's so hard to know what the right amount of being around is. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, have you been in a situation where you've had to talk to, another kid and say like whoa 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 settle down or like whoa 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 we don't do that um and if you did how did you approach it that you might not have it's it's a weird situation to be in not really to strangers um yeah obviously once in a while i tell my nephews like oh be careful be careful he's still little you know we just yeah. Can't forget that. Um, but even that's not very often. Um but it it's uh I'm trying to think that some of the big times he interacted with other people, uh it was always in like a structured environment, right? So like yeah. he went to that tinker garden every week and in that tinker garden mm-hmm. he always like the kids and stuff would interact and I don't know, sometimes people would pick up sticks, but not very often of like and mainly it's just the Michigan like, oh, 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 you know, and then <laughs> I often will lead Ben and redirect Ben, even if it's not his fault. Right. Because to yeah. me it's, it's easier to be like, oh, we're just going to go over here. Right. Uh, yeah. Instead of of trying to get him to uh, or try to, to avoid with other people. Yeah. How about yeah, you? Have makes, you run that into that si- situation? Only once or twice, and the one that sticks out most to me is um, we were at a birthday party for um, our nephew, um, and there was other people there, other kids um, that were older, maybe seven or eight-ish. Yeah. Um, and the girl, like, Cor and I were kicking the soccer ball back and forth, so Cor would have been, like, two and a half. And uh, we were kicking a soccer ball back and forth. And this girl came up. She's like, oh, can I play with you? And we're like, yeah, whatever. So we were just, like, kicking it in a triangle. Mm-hmm. And the girl, like, steps back and just, like, winds up and then just, like, beams the soccer ball, like, at me. She's like, oh. I was like, uh, we, I was like, take it down. I was like, we're not, we're not playing like that. She is too little. Like, we can't play like that. Mm-hmm. And the girl goes, oh, well, that's how I play. I play like that. And I was like, well, we we don't. If that happens again, we're not going to play with you. Like I told her, I was like, we're not playing with you. Uh, you can't sit with us. You can't sit uh, with us. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Right. So we kept going, and um, 
Cora and I were standing doing something and she did it again. She just beamed and it like went just over Cora's head. Mm. And I grabbed the soccer ball and I was like, all right, we're done playing. And I just took Cora and I was like, Cora, I'm sorry, we're, we're not playing anymore. Yep. And I was like, we just walked away. And we were in a situation where the, you know, the yard was big enough and there was other kids to play with that the girl probably huffed and then just played with some other kids. Yeah, did but, some, something else. Yeah, but it's that time where also Cora wants to play. But she doesn't quite understand why, right? She doesn't understand like how hard that ball was coming at her and it would have you know, knocked her out and yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's... it's... It is one of those like uh, trying to find the balance between like literal safety, right? Like, I, I yeah. seeing your kids get hurt is the worst thing, and you all, at the same time, like, I know falling down is how you learn, right? Like, you fall so you can right. get back up. And like today is a great example. I told Ben because it was icy on our driveway because it was cold. I was like, don't play on the ice because you're gonna slip and fall and get hurt. And I was putting Will into the car before I put Ben in the car, and I heard a slip, and I walk around the corner, and there's Ben with his hands on the ice and his pants all wet. And, he, and I was like, this is what we were talking about, right? Like, right. But on the flip side, he should be the one learning that lesson, not somebody, like, beating him up. The, so right. it's, it's, it's the trying to, to balance it out. And I think, honestly, you did the best thing you could in that scenario, and it's the thing that I would do, too. Like, all right. Uh, we're just going to remove ourselves from the scenario and that's that's the end of it yeah Um, redirection is like a really big uh thing that we try to use like for anything i we don't uh ben's not quite at the age where punishment is is a real thing right like he's getting like it's boundary learning not like discipline yeah um so a lot of times it's redirection. Like, Hey, we don't do that. Why don't we go do something else? Uh, and we use that so much. It started to kind of float into everything else that we do. And I think like in those scenarios, the same thing, like Ben wanting to play with this kid that clearly wasn't big enough to be playing with Ben because Ben's just too big. Uh, right. And advanced, right. Ben's like way more advanced at like playing the things the kid really just wanted to take them out, the things out of the cupboard and put them back in the cupboard um yeah and so like just trying to redirect him in that scenario and the same thing like mm-hmm. when there's a scenario that's like like some other stranger kid comes up and if we're not happy in the situation we just redirect and go another way yeah um so on a like kind of opposite note of that and we won't talk too much longer because it's getting late uh but this is this is hypothetical let's say you're at a park with Ben, um, a handful of people around. Um, kid gets hurt, starts crying, whatever it might be. How comfortable are you as a parent approaching that child if nobody's coming to that aid kind of right off the bat? Um, you know, as parents, at least from what I see, a kid gets hurt, I, you know, my heart kind of drops and I perk up a little bit. Yeah. Whether it's mine or not. Um, if that situation ever shows up in your life, how do you feel like you would kind of approach that? I don't have any problem walking up and being like, you're right. You know, like and going from there, like, uh, obviously I'm not going to pick them up and like cuddle them or anything like that. They're not my kid. (laughs) I don't want to get that into, you know, like 
caring about it, but uh, like, hey, are you okay? This, are are you seriously hurt? Show me with you know things like that. I'm sure that his or I would hope that his parent or caretaker, whoever, would come over right. and check on him or her. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't have any problem, especially if like that happened right next to me, or if I'm the closest one, I don't have any problem yeah. like going and checking on uh, a stranger. I like that to me is. That's just normal instinct for me. I think yeah. I just like, I would go into dad mode. Right. And I, I would, feel like that's. Go ahead. I was gonna say I feel like that's kind of the approach that probably most people would have. Like I, I feel like I'd be the same way. I feel like Kayla would be the same way. I feel like Katie would absolutely be that same way. Being you know oh, a yeah. kindergarten teacher. Um. But then I think about like when we were at the mall in January and the same day within minutes two kids went missing. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. We we found one kid that didn't have their parents, and then we had a parent that had lost their kid. It's like, you know, how do I, as a parent, approach that situation, and how would I even? I feel like I couldn't ever be like I don't ever picture myself in that situation where I can't find my kid. That makes sense. Like, yeah, yep. You no, know, it's it's hard for me to imagine ever being I... in that scenario. My kids being out of eyesight when we're in public like that is like, I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah. I, I mean, when they get older and everything like that, sure. When they like are conscious enough to, to take care of themselves, but like, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. There is letting your kids be free and then there's just letting them be reckless. And I think we like try and toe that line and I would rather err on the side of being too cautious than the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and the last thing would be like, do you encourage Ben to go out and like, hey, there's a, again, Ben's only two and a half, so he probably hasn't had a whole lot of yeah. time to like inter, you know, you push him to interact. But do you ever like be like, hey, you know, let's see if somebody over there wants to go play? Not really. He, we don't have the yeah. opportunity to do that a lot, right? Um, and that's kind of the like if we're at a park and there's a kid there, I'll let them naturally like interact if they want to interact or like the yeah. same thing with the library. But I don't ever say like, Hey, why don't you go play with that kid over there? Um, mm-hmm. and honestly, most of the time it's cause Ben just does it by himself. If he wants yeah. to play, like he'll just walk right up. He has no fear, no reservation in the world. Like he'll just walk right up and start playing with them. Like, especially if they have like toys that he wants to play with. Oh, he, right. Nothing will stop him from playing with the magnetiles or the trucks that you have. Uh, with you right now yeah yeah and that's kind of how cora is too a lot of times she'll just play by herself but if there's kids there they usually approach her or mm-hmm. she doesn't really seek them out but they'll uh, somehow find each other and then they'll just kind of create their own rules to whatever the game they're making up and yeah. then they'll just kind of run and and it's it's fun so that's kind of how how she approaches it too is she'll she's gonna seek it out or they'll seek her out and She'll go with it. She's pretty stand, not standoffish, but she's pretty timid. She doesn't. Um, she's not really one to like go push a kid down, take their toys, and like run away. At least yeah. not. She will to Grayson, but not like. <laughs> other <kids. laughs> do you ever have that fear with Ben that maybe he'll do that at at a park or anything because he is bigger than he realizes? Yes. I have that fear. Yeah. I don't know if Katie does. I don't like, and Katie might listen to this and be like, you're ridiculous. Why would you be afraid of that? But I just, <laughs> uh, he's not, God, 
Do you you asking this question led me down like this thought train that Ben's gonna become a bully from a Disney movie? <laughs> oh, no. uh, and he's not. Oh, he's a sweet, sweet kid, like the nicest yeah. kid you ever meet. Uh I just think like I don't at this point, I don't think he would take something from someone on purpose and like on on for the purpose of being mean, right? He's not gonna yeah, do it because no. he doesn't want you to feel good. Uh but he, I do worry that he's gonna see something he wants and take it to play with it without realize without putting together like that might hurt that person's feelings. That's just where he's yeah. at developmentally, right? Like, oh, I see something. I want to play with it. That person's playing with yep. it, but I want to play with it. I'm going to take it. That's where I fear he's not going to put two and two together that like me doing that's going to hurt that other kid's feelings. And that's where why I stay fairly close when he's playing around other kids so I can try and teach that lesson at that time, right? Like, hey, look, you yeah. made you made him sad or her sad. Let's give that back because they were playing with it. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. on the flip side, there have been times where somebody has come up and tried to take the toys that Ben was playing. And I, mm-hmm. luckily their parents were there to stop them. But I was in that moment, not really sure how I'd handle that. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that like, you don't want to justify that kid's actions by saying like, yeah, sometimes your toys get taken. Right. But at the same time, (laughs) I don't want to be the one that goes up and be like, Hey, he was playing with that. Give that back. You know, like, yeah. So it's, and in that moment, you're probably, you tell him like, yeah, that wasn't very nice that that kid took it. Why don't we go do something else? And, you know, again, redirect and go somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, that's, I just worry that he hasn't, he's hasn't put quite two and two together that, if I take that, that will make that kid sad. And I worry that right. he's going to cross that line without realizing it. Yeah. Every once in a while, I think Cora might do that. Like if a kid, she really likes playing with like balls, right? Like soccer balls, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. She likes to like kick and play with balls. I, I, I do have a fear like every once in a while, if she sees kids, you know, playing with them, that she might just kind of go over and try to snatch one. Uh, ben with construction vehicles, man. If he sees a kid with a construction vehicle, it is. Yeah distracting him away from that is is terribly difficult very 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 difficult that's funny um well man kids are hard whether they're ours or not ours it's just always hard joe don't worry about it it's just always hard (laughs) yeah well let's uh let's get you out of here you got a big night ahead of you i do my night's just starting i better go make a cup of coffee if i'm gonna get through this All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you uh, coming back week after week or every other week, inconsistently consistent or consistently inconsistent, however you want to picture that. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, we appreciate you. Um, Hopefully, we'll get back to uh, posting a little bit more. I'd like to do a takeover soon, hopefully, depending on how the kids act. I know know. it. Um, but thank we you. We will for get back, back on a weekly schedule. I'm promising right now. We will get Eventually, back to yes. once a week. I, it's hard right now. I think just with the ages, our kids are like, you're, I think yeah. on that point where your kids are becoming a little bit more manageable in time. Totally. And once will kind of breaks through this, he's on that precipice, right? Like he's just about to crawl and just about to yeah. get mobile. And just once he breaks through that and starts sleeping by himself, like we'll start to get to, uh, a better spot so we're almost yeah. there we'll get back to weekly we'll get back um but uh if you haven't already give us a, a like a subscribe a rating that all would be very cool um let's just get a little bit more exposure uh tell somebody about us you know if they're a parent if they 
want to be a parent, even if they're not a parent, and just want to hear two dudes talking. You got that. Why not? <laughs> and thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. We appreciate them. And hey, go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Twitter and Facebook, and at Big Dad Energy Podcast on Instagram. Still trying to build those Instagram numbers back up. So if you haven't yet, go give us a follow there. Uh, we'd appreciate you guys. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for uh, stopping by and checking out our socials and checking out our content. We appreciate it. So uh, just hope to he- get you back next time we record. So for both of us, I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongs twice before you. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.